I have two things that happened to me over the past week or so that I'm very late on, and I haven't said anything about it. Mazel. Well, I don't know what that means. I was making a joke, like uh, I was making an elementary joke, like maybe you like did the deed or something. Oh, thank you. Brunch, hit it, boys. Happy holidays, Pete. What holiday are we talking about? All of them. Okay. All of them, just trying to keep everybody happy. <laughs> Although, actually, what if we went back to Merry Christmas, Pete? So, as like locked in, unequivocal, no questions asked, soy boy beta cucks, we're saying Merry Christmas. That would make the people who hate Happy Holidays really upset because then they're on the same then by them going around saying it's, merry christmas it's not tough on, anymore they're on this right they're on the same side as the soy boy beta cucks but it's that time of year man you ever notice sometimes you'll pop into like i don't know the mall or cvs or something and they got the christmas stuff out and you're like already Whoa! And this then, is this is a little car. early for this. You get in your car, and what do you know? It all I want for Christmas is you. Oh my God! I you'll hear it on the the, the radio stations will start playing the Christmas music. I kid you not, Pete. Starbucks, they were doing cups. They were like Christmas. They were they were well. They they're actually just they're the green cups. But I think the green was like. Like a forest green, Ooh. like a uh, like a Christmas a special tree, green, Christmas tree green. type of green. So this and I, ep- I go went into CVS and I saw the the you know decorations and I said, "Are you kidding me? It is not even Thanksgiving." Yeah, like can we wait for Halloween to end before we start? Putting up all the the Christmas stuff, and then I said to my buddy, "Can you believe how early it gets dark now?" Oh man. Some of these places with the, it's like they're in a big rush. And every year it seems like it's even earlier than the year before that everyone's in a rush to put out Christmas stuff. I was over at my friend's house for a Christmas party the other day. He's got Valentine's Day decorations out. It was crazy. I'm like, can we wait until June to celebrate my freaking birthday? It was a surprise party for my birthday. It was ridiculous. How everyone's just so... Why are they celebrating this stuff so early? That's our take for today. So anyway, uh, what plans you got for the 4th of July? I mean, is it... Like, can I even wear white after Labor Day? <laughs> Jeez. Everybody's in this big rush celebrating all these these holidays. Isn't that, That's the worst. That actually does kind of tie in to one of the... One of my thoughts I have this episode, which is like... When you've got the thought to point out, like, it's too early to be doing Christmas stuff, like, you're more than one year old, right? right. You've experienced this before. It's that's it's, a, that's a feeling that I get. Is a for, new thought for you? It's a, a feeling that I get for for almost everything these days, and I, I'm starting to understand why old people are, are so miserable, just because like, it's all a cycle, and it's yeah. all just so repetitive, and I'm not. 
I'm really not interested in having the same fucking debate. Can you believe? Yes. <laughs> it's like yes, because yeah. it happened 12 months ago, right? And like the as you get older, time just all melts into one, so it doesn't even feel like 12 <laughs> months ago. It feels like it was yesterday. Back when, uh, back in my my beat days when I was uh, when I was on my Sergeant O'Leary shit, just walking the beat before I'd go to my bartending gig at night. Do you know what I'm referencing? No. Uh, moving out. Sergeant O'Leary's walking the beat. Now he becomes a bartender. No. He works at Mr. Catch Tories down on Sullivan Street across from the medical center. I believe That song, you. that is such a descriptive song. <laughs> That's... There's really no room for, uh, for like, interpretation. Inter- right. Although you, a lot of those songs, you're like, this has got to be about sex, yeah. right? <laughs> And when it's so straightforward, you're like, "That's that can't be what he's actually singing about, right?" That song is about Billy Joel describing like a few people. I bet. It, I bet he was like. I bet he went about writing that song like, "I'm gonna do the Paul McCartney thing, where I'm gonna make up my own little world and sing about these characters." And Desmond uh, as the Barrow at the marketplace, and Molly as the singer in the band. All these people that I like to make up, Maxwell and uh, and uh, the the Judge, and all these different people. And Billy Joel's like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to create these fun little characters. All right. Anthony, he's living at home. He's like never cleaning his room. (laughs) His mom's up his ass about it. There is a cop who's got a side job. And it's like the least interesting story. And it ends with that uh, Need Cash Now commercial of the guy sitting (laughs) on the sofa calling. Yeah, being like, hey, I want to get an apartment. And they're like okay then then move out and that's that billy joel song uh it's like uh it's like the counting crows when they did mr jones and everybody was like this song's about his penis right did people think that yeah i devotees will remember i uh i commonly misinterpret uh counting crows lyrics i thought that hanging around for some reason i thought he said last night i had sex so good when he said, what did he say? I had something so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, he's probably talking about that. Yeah. But I thought that he was, like, being the OG Lana Del Rey, like, of, like, making his lyrics, like, like I'm having sex, man, and I'm the best at like, it. Like, darling, when we were fucking, like, whoa, whoa, Lana, 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 look, you're active, God bless, sounds like, couldn't be me, but, you know, like, so- sounds like you're, you're leading a fun life. Maybe throw in a buzzword here or let's, there. Let's, let's tone down the... Let's not go in a straight line there. <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe maybe a little... Throw some, in a some little misdirection. Euphemisms. Well, one of her songs on her new album, she was like... last. I think she basically paraphrases what I thought were those Counting Crows lyrics. She says, like, last night you fucked me so good. And I'm like, well, good for you guys. Like, you had good <laughs> sex. Every, every now... It happens to everybody every get now and then. Get a fucking room. Yeah. Get a, get, get a room. Anyway... Back uh, back in my beat days, uh, first year around traded line time, go around to the players. You're like, hey, is this kind of a weird time of year where like some guys might be traded? You know, you, if you're in your last year of your contract, you don't know am I staying, am I going? Is my friends gonna like? What's that like? And they tell you, and it's kind of stock stuff of you know, you just can't worry about it. You gotta, the team, they're gonna do what's best for the team. Everybody just gotta blah blah. blah. Got, got, can't really worry about things that are out of con- your control. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. And then like a year later, treaded lines coming up, and uh, walk in, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at, uh, at, at my colleagues, but same the kind same of thing questions. starts. And shit. in my head, I was like, wait, we. We know all the we know the answers to the, the, the 
do, do we got bad memories or something? They they're gonna they're gonna say this, and then like obviously they knew more than me, which is like yeah, you just need them to you repeat need it them to say it. You so need you the current players to yeah. to say it. But that's the way I feel about when people are like. You won't believe what they had up at the mall today, and I'm like, if it's like a like a, a pinata, then that's gonna be tell me some cool it. shit to yeah. me. But if you're going to tell me you walk into the mall today, the mall, which is like the Christmas decoration capital of anywhere, and we're and a you month saw away some, from Christmas, and, and they you had know it? Christmas decorations. They had Christmas stuff. That's like honestly saying, like, I went to the North Pole, and you know what those fuckers were building? <laughs> if you were telling me like they were like building like a, a wall, and there's like some controversial shit in play, that's a that's a story. <laughs> if you went to the North Pole, you saw they were working on toys. Yeah. Folks, you lost me. I knew they were doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel that way about so many things now. It's just like. God damn, my, my dishes are dirty again. I just took them out of the dishwasher. Yeah. I, I got to wash dishes again. I got to do my laundry again. Shit never stops. It's all I gotta a cycle. I got to go to the gym again. Yeah. I went last month. I went food shopping two months ago. I got to go food shopping again. Man. Everything's a cycle and I hate my life. Does that make us... Uh, I feel like there's some like layers to the cynicism there, though, because I, I, I think that we're taking issue... With the cynicism of dwelling on pretty standard occurrences, right? Yeah. But us taking issue with that cynicism, isn't that a bit cynical? Now I'm... I, I hope I didn't lose you. Like, I, I hope yeah, that's my not, brain just completely shut off. I hope that's not... That's not cert- I, I, it can't be too deep because I said it, <laughs> but uh, I, there's probably some cynicism in that, like where you hear somebody... Uh, voicing a common complaint, and you're like, I knew you would complain about that. Yeah, but it's such a common complaint that like you're basic if you complain about it. Right. It's basically like it's like, oh, you, cool. You watch The Office. You're gonna make, you're gonna do office quotes. You're so cool. One of my friends is huge on that. He loses his mind when people either have office takes, or just like randomly present office takes, or or like speak in office gifts. So now, naturally, he and I only speak in office references and office gifts. But I, and like, I don't want to be that guy who's like, "Shut the fuck up!" It's 2019. Like, The Office like, is a great seen show. It. And I, yeah, exactly. And that's like, what, we've we've like, we've gone through it a million times. Like, the, right? The takes that's have what been... I'm saying. Like, it's the same thing. We've gone through the the fucking Christmas. Uh, how early is it? Too early for Christmas? We've gone yeah. through that so many times. We're all fucking grown adults. At some point. You just ha- you have to say that okay we've we've passed the point where this is interesting and I think that that's what the case of the office and I think that like if you watch the office in 2019 I think that's great yeah I think that like Jared's doing it right now I don't know if you've seen that Jared's tweeting yes. about the office like yes. crazy I'm happy for you I'm happy that you get to go through that I'm jealous that you're going through the, for the first for time sure. but you don't get to like go out and be like guess what I'm doing Let's talk about the op- you missed the boat on it. You, I'm you text have to him eat that right after this and tell him to do the exact opposite. <laughs> he and tell him to start incorporating like St- Stanley eye roll gifts <laughs> into like everything he does and basically like rebrand himself as I just a super fan. <laughs> I just found out about the office and 
I'm I'm super excited. Like years ago, I read this great book about the Beatles, and I had all this new information about the Beatles to share, and it had to have been brutal because, like, <laughs> to anybody older than I don't know, to anybody old, to anybody like middle aged or older, they either had some awareness of all this like new information I just unlocked, or they're like, yeah, like I just don't really care about that, and right. I'm like, hey, uh, do you remember? When they recorded Tomorrow Never Knows, because that's the like they weren't making songs like that before, and they're like, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the Beatles were a very, very <laughs> groundbreaking band. I'm like, yeah, but like, well, were you like freaking out when that happened? You must have been freaking out. It sounds like every the convers- Beatles. You hear it about like this? Every conversation that I have about hockey with like my friends, it's like because I'm just like talking about hockey all the fucking time, and then my friends are like. Oh, did you see what happened in hockey? It's, yeah, it happened two weeks ago, and I covered it like relentlessly for a week. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, Pasternak scoring a bunch of goals, huh? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm happy that people are enjoying it, but shut up. Look, and I re- feel, and, and it when makes you reach me- the level of the bad boys, and you're just like tugging at it. And I was just like literally telling you a story about how I was catching up with somebody in a band I like just like nerding out to them about their own music and shit so total hypocritical (laughs) shit right now just be like you know you just gotta know like when i'm in the mood to talk about exactly what i'm in the mood to talk about you Uh, you noobs uh yeah i mean don't just go up to pete and talk to him but i feel like i swallow a lot of of a lot of pop culture things when i'm late on that train because i feel bad about it like i feel bad that i am so late and then oh, yeah, it, that's I do like that. my blind spot. And I'm like, I know I, I can't talk about this. Yeah. I'm loving it and I want to talk about it, but I just can't because everybody's already had that conversation. They're not going to be excited to talk right. about it. So, uh, you did, but you did Phoebe Bridgers like very uh, tastefully. Yeah. So I just brought it up that I was like, hey, I know like, that I I'm late. I, right. I, mm-hmm. I hadn't checked her out. And now that I have, uh, I hope everyone who enjoys her would like to maybe <laughs> have this like in. community of, of loving uh, Phoebe Bridgers. I've actually experienced that recently where I've gone back and looked at uh, my w- world-renowned uh, top 50 songs of the year playlists. Yeah. And I love now finding songs that I didn't know. And I'm like, when's this song from? I, I heard a song recently that I was like, this is the best and coolest song I've ever heard in my life. And it was from either 2017 or 2018. And what I like, it? Uh, it was called, um, what's it called? It's called uh, Breakthrough by Dirty Projectors, who okay. is a band that in general, I, I can't do this right. I'm, I'm doing it to close friends yeah. where I'm like, hey, uh, don't, don't kill me. Uh, they're pretty big because right. I know their name. Right. <laughs> I'm like, don't. And, and like, they're, they're big with everybody. Like, okay. like basic uh what's the deal with uh, christmas lights people <laughs> like them and like my musical like very uh like m- basically like my like so musical doctor friends love them okay. and are like huge uh fans of dave longstreth's songwriting because it's it's just it's all in short every song you you hear by them is like a sound and a song that you've never heard before in your life. You're never like, oh, this has like a cool Bruce Springsteen vibe. No, it's just all like super like new creative stuff, innovative stuff. So I had to do that. I had to like to reach out to like two or three friends, uh, one of whom was Jeff, okay. and just be like, hey man, don't get pissed. I never really listened to Dirty Projectors, and I'm just starting to now. 
and they're really good. And he was like, oh, great, cool, here are some songs. So let's all be more like that. But generally... I have two things that happened to me over the past week or so that I'm very late on, and I haven't said anything about it. Mazel. I don't know what that means. I was making a joke, like, uh, I was making an elementary joke, like, maybe you, like, did the deed or something. Oh, thank you. Not not, not our kind of humor. It it makes me happy that that joke didn't (laughs) land. It made me very happy that joke didn't land. Um, Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah? Uh, How about... Leon Bridges, because I fucking love Leon Bridges. And I mean, as as alphabetical proximity goes, <laughs> very similar. Like if you like, well, Phoebe I actually Bridges, found out about him because I was looking for a Phoebe Bridges album, and I was you like, were Who's this flipping guy? through a karaoke like <laughs> songs available book. I chose C four instead of C five, right? And, and you ended up getting a Leon. Love of my life. So Leon Bridges is one that I've uh, like I've seen him live before, and he's amazing. But I've not taken the deep dive on him, and that's like a total, I don't get why I haven't. Yeah, I, I mean, I have those all, all over the place, where yeah. it's like, I know I would love this person if I just put in some effort. Yeah, it, uh, people, will, uh, people will be like, oh, you must be a big fan of, uh, of this, this, this gal, right? And I'm like, oh, you know what, I haven't really uh, listened to her yet. And they're like, oh, I thought you were like a big music guy. It's like, you can be really into music how much music there is there's all of it the the correct answer to that question is there is the entirety of music that's how much music there is so even like the people that know that's why i stopped listening to music mostly there's just too much music you know it's it's really exhausting it's like it's like if you're if you're like dating and stuff and you're like i stopped watching netflix too because every time i logged on to netflix i was like oh there's eight more things that i kind of want to watch i'm just gonna stop watching everything oh god i haven't watched a new netflix program in forever i tried watching the paul rudd thing love you paul that show stinks that show is not good that would that was a very cool idea very cool yeah very cool idea the execution Oh boy! Got Not Tom Brady saying that he hates Robert Kraft. It was his big, uh, exciting thing. Oh boy, was that an annoying couple of days? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that show wasn't wasn't good. I didn't really expect it to be good, but I expected it to be more interesting than it was. Yeah, it just really didn't deliver on Dude, the premise. <laughs> I felt I tried watching uh, two episodes. And fell asleep a total of three times. That's not good. So, like, the first episode, I had to start again that next night and then fell back asleep before it was over. And I was like, man. I was, then I was like, I think I got it now. I think I, I've probably pieced together the entire episode. Went to the second episode like a light. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is about that show, but, like, that show is... The, like the way that it's shot and just like the tones in that show are insanely boring and i don't know yeah. if it's but they do that purposely because like paul rudd's character kind of hates his life mm-hmm. so it's like a little dreary but like the way that that show is shot and like the settings and things it's just it's miserable and yeah it's not enjoyable to watch yeah i can't think of of one exciting thing <laughs> about that show other like other than a sideshow it created that right had nothing really to do with the show. And, like, I, I, I always want to watch Paul Rudd. Uh, mm. I, I very much enjoy spending time with Paul Rudd. But, he, I mean, he just didn't do it for me. Yeah. There's nothing to really take away there. If, uh, if you, go, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, the other thing that I got in late on mm-hmm. is uh, I just started watch, watching Shit's Creek. 
and it's very funny. Oh yeah, that's when I gotta do. I can't. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Schitt's Creek, and I'm gonna do. Uh, what's the the extension? What's it called? That ever? Oh, Succession. <laughs> yes, extension. <laughs> and I don't, I don't think I've seen a lot of Succession gifts, but uh, you probably have. You didn't. You probably just didn't. Know maybe it just went succession. over my head. Uh, but I I'm gonna want to do what I want Jared to do with the office but it won't be that it, it wouldn't have that big of an impact because the office is like ubiquitous and succession is more yeah but kind of the, the current darling yeah it is the current darling and like you wouldn't be that late on succession you know it's only two episodes two seasons in yeah so it's still it wouldn't be like as as annoying for you to be like guess what i'm watching yeah you know what i did watch the other day drop the old 15 dollars on itunes Ooh, for what the only place you can get it itunes Director's cut, Midsommar. Oh no way! Watched it over like three sittings. It was long as hell, and uh, it was. I was texting with Randy. It's basically just like an extra forty minutes of Mark going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> there is like two extra "Oh my gods," and that makes it worth, worth every penny. I man, like, I was gonna say I love Mark, but that'd be problematic. Like the. The charm of Mark is that he is the least lovable person in the world. In general, Rand, like Randy's right, theatrical version, way better. It leaves you with more... Like Remember when we saw like the big discussion we had after was like, they didn't deserve to die. Like This movie's positioning it as though like these guys all messed up in their own ways and they all had to die when in reality like they just took these people and they (laughs) murdered them which ultimately is true but there's like the discussion to be had of like well with this society and like how they view things and how like they sacrifice people and blah 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 like maybe they didn't even think they were doing anything that that like the harga didn't think they were even doing anything that bad you watch the director's cut to sort of like water down the discourse of like it no it just makes it makes you hate Christian five times more. Yeah, I don't like he that. He gaslights the Christ out of her. Like, in her darkest moments, he he does... I, I think that Randy said this, so... Yeah, that uh, was. I mean, that was the big, like, takeaway that we had when we talked about the extended cut, was that, like, it it, it not... I don't want to say over-explains, but it builds on, like, the terribleness of that relationship and makes you sort of lean towards like he deserves to die yeah like remember when she uh after the party when she's like yo that was that that was uncomfortable for me like learning that you're planning on going on this trip without me and he was like okay whatever i think i should just leave and she was like can we please talk this through and he was like no i feel like you're just gonna like and he was like totally putting it on her she's like please just like sit with me and let's talk about it and then she's apologizing to him which is like the most heartbreaking thing you can watch because like we we've all been there before where like someone's being like a dick to us but we're so like hopelessly chained to them that we're just like just don't be mad at me look look i'm sorry so there's like a lot of that and then he does the i mean i was planning on inviting you and you ruin the surprise and you're like get me like i know there's like two hours left but i want to skip right to this guy (laughs) being on fire uh and can confirm way more blood. Oh, really? When he runs out. No, like not oh, like in the movie. On his penis. Yeah, when That's he <laughs> when he runs out. So, I mean, it's 
it's a worthwhile watch, but the theatrical version is uh, so much better. And I, it, I would like to amend a uh, maybe hasty, just excited point that I made when I was young and impressionable uh, one week ago. Uh, I wouldn't say that Parasite is my number one movie. Ooh. I would say it's number two. I'd, I'd still say that like ultimately, pound for pound, because I've now seen Parasite and um, the... Uh, the Lighthouse, which uh, we can hit on briefly. I know that you saw The Irishman, so we I can did. do a little uh, data exchange. Okay. But uh, I've now seen like some of the weird heavy hitters of this, the year of the uncomfortable film. And ultimately, I'm like, I just love Midsommar. Like, as I was watching the director's cut end and like the fire and the, the shot of Danny at the end, I was like... That, that, that this is such a good movie. It's totally fucked, but it's well, such a good I movie. I feel like Midsommar will probably end up being more memorable than yeah. Parasite. Yeah, like Parasite's un- is unbelievable, and Par- it's one of the best movies of the year. But I feel like when, when I would somebody recommend asks Parasite me, before, I would recommend Midsommar. Like, yeah, it, it, it takes more a accessible. certain type to. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And but I, I think like at the end of the day, once 2019, you tie a bow on it. People like what? What are the most memorable movies from this year? Midsommar has got to be like very close to the top. Yeah, I mean it's it's got like I said like the, these just iconic shots and these yeah, you've just never iconic seen moments anything like it. Yeah, and the I mean the the that movie's not supposed to hit you in the feels other than again like oh, it's, wh- whether it's, like it really is whether you've had like a, a bad relationship or whatever like maybe there are some ways with which you can identify, but. The the Pell scene with and I love saying that guy's name differently every time. Yeah, I was because I feel like a, I did have to process that. That one. was the worst I've said it. <laughs> I generally say Pella, which is what his name is, but then you feel like the guy that's like, I, I'm I haven't eaten at all today. I only had a croissant. Yeah, you're like it's actually Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> what do people say, Guy Fieri? Yeah, Guy Fieri. I've uh, I mean as as somebody with a lot of Armenian relatives i've heard some botched pronunciations of of names over the years so i'm used to as a just a stupid american guy i'm used to playing the card the mental card of like oh these people don't know anything (laughs) let me guess you think it's called hummus (laughs) is it hummus uh we say hummus wow that sounds problematic right (laughs) Even as a child, I was like, we're going to have to say it a little <laughs> differently. We're going to have to be a little more inclusive on this snack table. <laughs> yeah. I don't... You want a fun little fact about me? Not a big homeless guy. Uh, 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 wait, what? Um, say it again? I... That I wasn't saying it that way as a joke. I, like that's literally how we say it, and I wasn't making a joke about like, hey, we, the way we say it sounds like, well, uh, you don't I'm not like a big how you say... The smashed hummus. chickpeas uh, dip You're not thing. a big hummus guy? I don't do hummus, you really? southerner. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I think everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah, it's just generally not my jam. Interesting. Yeah, more of like a barbecue sauce guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got these uh, these toasted Ritz. Or these, got any uh, uh, sweet baby rays? <laughs> hey, you, I see you doing your little pretzels, and uh, again, I'll clean it up for you dorks hummus uh do you got any like uh chicken and a biscuit and uh sweet baby rays you ever you ever have chicken and a biscuit is that what it's called yeah 
It's the, the in the blue box. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> you never do this. Yeah. You feel me? Nah. <laughs> it's a. Um, it's a. Ladies, you'll if if you're with me, you'll 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 know what I'm saying. It's a uh, it's a snack. It's a cracker. It's a uh, it's in a blue box. I feel like I've only you've said only like described times. You've only described that the box right, is blue. So picture a blue box. Uh, I think the font is uh, it says like chicken and a biscuit in maybe yellow, and it's basically just like crackers with uh, I don't know the closest flavor i could say would be like some like sort of like bouillon or uh maybe even like chicken ramen flavoring i know it's delicious no absolutely no idea what this hey is. it's the it's the given season of christmas <laughs> i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a box of those things they're they're very good but there's they're one of those things I believe you that like a lot of people i think wouldn't even try i mean it doesn't sound appealing it's like you're like a thing that is no meat that is made to taste like meat, but it's not like a tofu thing where at least I get some cool points out of it. Like you're still trash if you're right. eating uh, those things. But yeah, those are good, and I bet if you dipped them in sweet baby rays, it'd be good, better than pretzels and. I mean, speaking of, speaking of feeling like trash and, and barbecue sauce, yeah. I went to Austin and Ooh. I really hit hit the barbecue scene hard. Good. I went to two places that we didn't go to last year. Both were. Better than the place that we went, places that we went to last year. Second place we went, I preferred, but I think that was because we were hungriest. What was that? Uh, when we tried to go to the the, uh, the, the, the art place with breakfast tacos yes. that I like, but yeah, that was yeah. closed. I believe that one. I forget what that one was called, but it was uh, like downtown Austin. Yeah, that that one's like a like a like an, an easy tourist tourist trap. tourist trap one. Yeah, yeah like went to um, went to Terry Black's. Okay, which was like the best brisket that I've ever had. It was nice. very, very good. Um, and then I went to Valentina's, which was like more Tex-Mex, nice. but it was so fucking good. I got like a, I got a pork sandwich that was like pulled pork and also had kielbasa or some sort of sausage in there. And it was a pound of meat. There was coleslaw. There was fucking just like all the sauce and at no hummus. Uh, just but a nice little chickpea spread. It was. Yo, why do people think? So good. Yeah, so good, and I I pounded down some Mexican cokes. How, oh, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. Becoming more of a uh, not more of a like I don't know like on the odd opportunity. I I've been killing seltzer of late. Really? Okay. I have just been inhaling that stuff. I got to stop by Whole Foods because uh, followers of the Deej Instagram might recall uh, a little while ago he realized there's a, a like a beverage brand called Waterloo. <laughs> so every time he saw it, posted got to do, do an uh, Instagram story with uh, yeah. Mia. Yeah, but yeah, it was uh, the share version that's on the the, oh, the really? share Abba album thing, her full cover album. Yeah, I redid uh, I redid um, Mama Mia two the other day. First time in a long time. I was cleaning the apartment, tossed on Mama Mia two, and God, if it's not the best movie. Yeah, you uh, you tricked me. You basically trapped me. You said, "Hey, guess what song uh, is the, the oh, intro the, song for time, for time Crisis?" I listened to it. Heard uh, what is it, Fernando? What what song was it? One of us. One of us. Which yeah. is like yeah, amazing and might be like Abba Rushmore. And I hit the notes. Hit 
Yeah. Hit differently. And I was like, I got to watch Mamma Mia 2 within like the next month. Yes. Just, like the, the countdown immediately started. I was like, I got to see Mamma Mia 2 as soon as I heard this song. Did you watch it again? I did not yet. Uh, that song, that might be the best song off the Mamma Mia 2 soundtrack. You think so? I just, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm crazy about that song anyway. I don't know, man. And I just like, that song anyway... It has like a very modern feel to it. Like that song doesn't sound like a song that would come out in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, it sounded like it literally could have come out last week. Right. So, for some reason, that lends itself to like they they barely tweaked it at all, like uh, arrangement wise, to uh, to make it more modern. It just sounded great. Got Amanda Seinfeld. I'll never know her name. I'll never know it. Amanda uh, Science Homework. <laughs> yeah, girlfriends are always talking about <laughs> science class. Yeah, that that's a that's one of the great ones, and uh, they completely changed the lyrics. But uh, the name of the game is great in that song in that movie. I don't like that song. I that's one of my. I don't know what uh, we we kicked around like maybe doing like a an uh, a top ABBA plus the one by Elton John uh, <laughs> playlist one of these days. But I just don't even know what I would do because I like. I think of that's I think of name of the game and I'm like, yeah, it's probably my favorite ABBA song. And then I hear Mamma Mia and I'm like, well, that's the best ABBA song. And then I hear One of Us and I'm like, number one ABBA song. That is Rushmore ABBA, probably the top one top, actually. Top one ABBA. Top one ABBA. There are just so you know what you know what, like. ABBA's got all these hits, right? <laughs> and I'm trying to walk around, trying to get all these Christmas wreaths out of my way. And it's like, ABBA song after ABBA song. So you, what you have to do now is you have to go on Twitter and pretend like you just discovered ABBA and be like, oh, uh, uh, anybody heard of ABBA? It's an awesome band. You know Check the Dancing out. Queen guys? Well, turns out it's not just guys. They got some chicks in the band. <laughs> and they got some other songs too, man. They got some like, they got some good like they're. It's a little How weird. Are more but it's people good. talking about these guys. Yeah, why is anyone talking about ABBA? <laughs> Everyone's talking about Dua Lipa, and is that how you say My that fa- person's name? Dua Lipa, I think. Dua right? Lipa. I, it's the best when everybody says when somebody says like, uh, hey. Uh, how come more people aren't talking about insert thing that literally everybody has talked about at some point? In right, that you're just like super late on. <laughs> yes. You know. Hey, everybody wrote that Beyonce song. Well, I'm here to tell you, Freddie Mercury wrote Bohemian Rhapsody all by himself. So, <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you suck on that? Uh, we don't have an ad read today, but... Yeah. I had a fake one ready to go. Did you really? Yeah. I was just going to do like a quick, like, uh, today's show is brought to you by... Back to the show. Well, today's episode is brought to you by... David Gordon, because he had a birthday like Dr. a month Gordon. ago, and uh, we were supposed to send him a, a nice little video that said, happy birthday, David. We were asked to. We, we are, weren't we, supposed we, to. Okay. We were asked to, and, I, and we might have said yes. Yeah. We, we might, we might have forgot money. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, we accepted payment for it. <laughs> and uh, we didn't deliver. So now that it's like a month later, we're going to give an early... 10-month or 11-month yeah. happy birthday to David Gordon for 2020. 
So yeah. thanks for listening, David. Congrats. Unless you just stopped because you did find out that we were supposed to say happy birthday and forgot about it. Uh, a lot of people have been asking, uh, what's with all the porches reads of late? Uh, not going to get into it and not going to start anything that's going to upset anybody. But uh, currently, uh, porches is the only uh, company that is having us do reads. That's not true. What? That's not true. We got we got one company. So we've that got is stuck with us through. Uh, at any rate, not no, not, not through anything. Stuck with not us. Stuck, talk, but just, no, but like we've got we've got uh, one company that has our been number of fiercely loyal. Our number of advertisers has changed. Yes, uh, and doesn't matter why, but our number of advertisers has changed. Uh, Pete responsibly has thought. Wouldn't it be smart of us to start doing some things on the with the Patreon to uh, maybe make up for that number changing? I historically love that people do the Patreon, and I love the 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 purpose of Patreon, which is this is a thing that's being made anyway. I don't have to pay for it, but I like it. So I'm going to toss it a few dollars. And so God bless all you guys that that toss us a little money here and there, big or small. We really appreciate it. I've always, though, like if there... Well, the thing if, if there were to the be beginning. like a pro Patreon person in this relationship and an anti Patreon person's <laughs> relationship, I am very anti Patreon. You're very anti Patreon, and it's hard to work with. But right. I agree that we uh, we said from the very beginning that we're not going to lock out content from anybody who like listens to the show and has listened to the show from the beginning. We don't want to like take anything away right. from somebody. Right. So, and even if it's like. There's an extra thing that we could do that would be uh, cool, and Patreon people could get that only. I don't like putting any good ideas, unless it's for like a, a live show or something like special we're going to do. I don't like putting any of our creativity into anything but the podcast, because I think that this is a very good podcast, and I never want us to, to lose focus of that. So, all the good stuff... Has to be in the podcast, because because the the person who throws us a few bucks is as important to me as the person who doesn't because they can't afford it because whatever. And I know that like giving us three, five, I don't know, ten, whatever dollars a month might not be too crazy for somebody, but it does make a difference. And people who can't afford that just can't do it. So yeah. anyway, no, I totally agree. This and is one and two dollars, by the way, is what our our Patreon is. Okay, cool. One or two dollars. Word. Uh, this is a way we were. This is very early. Just had this idea like five minutes ago. But if you want to get us to do stuff in the show that we would want to do, like we would have approval over it. And like, if you want to say like, hey, for example, like DJ did the the Creed cover, have him cover this song. Uh, Here's a few dollars to do it. Or you guys talked about the uh, the Dawson's Creek episode. Talk about this episode. Would love to see you guys' thoughts on this. We want then, to like, do that stuff too. That's a way that I think that we could make the Patreon mutually beneficial. But I just never want to... It's like the Mark Zuckerberg thing in the social network, which for some reason recently everyone is like crying about how good that movie is. Like, 
again, it's like with the office thing. Like, yeah, we know that was a really good movie. Uh, I think it's probably just because like everybody hates Zuckerberg now yeah. and Facebook. And now they're like, oh yeah, that movie paints him as a terrible person. Oh, right. Yeah. If, uh, if, if you've got, yeah, and that's fun ideas just, that that, yeah. that we could do or whatever. And you don't. We're have not. To, to we're not going to be subscribed to Patreon too. If you have ideas or whatever, right? But I do think that that's a good way to approach it. So let's say this: say somebody's like, "Hey, uh, we want uh, you to do this. What if we say like, we're going to do this if there's uh, like fifty dollars in the Patreon by next week? Is that how you can can you can you treat Patreon like Venmo or something?" Um, I mean, it, most of what happens on Patreon is like you subscribe. You're a patron, like per every month. month yeah. yeah, so yeah. I don't know, like what we there are. You can like set goal things that say, oh like, right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So like Kickstarter hit, style, yeah, yeah. If we hit this number or whatever, yeah. then we'll do this or whatever. Like yeah. right now, our only goal on Patreon is when we reach uh ten million dollars, we'll buy the house next to Zac Efron. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I'm old school, and Pete is very. I definitely under like Pete. Pete and I go back and forth on this all the time, and I think that we both understand uh, each other's uh, each other's viewpoint. But um, like the like Patreon was the the Pompamoose guy, uh, Jack. Antonoff. Jack Conti, yeah, Jack Antonoff. Uh, they he and uh, Natalie Don were making all these cool videos that everyone was loving. And then everyone got sick of them, and then they became like Macklemore, and everyone was like, oh, you liked Pomplamoose? Dork. Pomplamoose had some awesome songs. Beat the Horse, an absolute classic. But they were like, hey, if you're liking this stuff, and you want to like throw us five bucks, feel free. It's now, it's I like think... like a donation bin, sort of, kind of, like, tip jar. Right. So, you don't, again... Th- th- that was the most haphazard way <laughs> anyone's ever asked you for money, because really, I don't care... Whether or not we we get the, the money, I, I'd rather the the number of advertisers be higher. But that's not a world in which we live right now. Yeah. So I while just the number is sure. low, if I, you want to give us money yes. and if you want to also be part of the creative process, we're willing to hear you out. Idea. Like I was watching this stupid. Uh, this is gonna be mean. Uh, I came across a YouTuber on uh, a website the other day. Was uh, it YouTube? YouTube. Okay. And there is. A YouTuber, I called I called her stupid, and she's not. It's just uh, very alien to me, and I kind of got anxiety watching it, and I watched like 60 of her videos. <laughs> um, and a lot of her videos were like, what if this song was by this person? And it was like very, uh, like something Seinfeld 2000 would mock. Uh, by the way, rest in peace, Seinfeld 2000. Banned from Twitter. What did, I don't know what he did. I have no idea. But he's currently banned. Uh but it's like, what would it sound like if this song was done by this person? And I watched like 50 of them. And I was like, I know how all this is going to be. I know how she's going to do all these things. And just like the, the, the I, it was like very Steve, Steve Dangle to me. And it just like wasn't super. We've gone over this. You don't, YouTube is not your place to live. I just, we, we, we really yet to find where my place to <laughs> live true. is. Um, even your roommate is like, this is not your place to live. But, but even... Uh, but like, if it's like a final product of like, if you want us to do like a uh, something like when we did the uh, the um, the diss track to LCP yep. or like I said the the Creed thing, 
or, or like even whatever. even if you want us to do uh, fake reads. Yeah, I, I like doing. I like the idea of doing fake reads that have been submitted. If, yeah. if they're good enough, if I'll you tell you right. I'll tell you this. Uh, you if you submit a fake read, I, I I'll probably clean it up a little bit. Probably make it funnier. <laughs> and uh, then we'll go from there. But like, you'll get like a co-write on that. So that's yeah, pretty you get cool. writer's credit. That's per- yeah. You get like a executive producer <laughs> type thing. So I don't know. Like, if you just like have ideas, and maybe we should open back up the uh, the email address. Do we have that listed anywhere? Uh, I don't think it's listed anywhere, but it's brunch the podcast at gmail dot com. And people used to write us, and people used to like ask us questions, and like not like. Hey, answer this question on the podcast, blah, blah, blah. But more like, hey, like, I'm having a rough time. Like, what do I do about this? And man, then, we had then some we good ones back in the day. And uh, the one about the, 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 the wedding, there was a, there was the a wedding, wedding one. one that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down with doing that stuff again. Uh, while we're doing some housekeeping, I have added to the playlist this week. Ooh. You'll never guess. Uh, there's some Leon Bridges on there. Nice. Um, but yeah, the pod, the, the playlist is still, uh, kicking we're, we we're got still it. following through with it we're not gonna do it like on every show or like whatever. here's what we're adding but we should do i miss the playlist is hot tweets though that's that's okay. that's that's Time what to get back to that yeah playlist is hot here's who we added boom people that, that generally i think has driven some sub- subscribers i was always pleasantly surprised by how many people followed the uh the spotify one uh and it's good that you mentioned music, so I'll say. Uh, who was ever talking about music? Yeah. Um, that was a very chaotic guys, uh, discussion of Patreon. But literally all you need to know is that... That's because you, you were like having a slight panic attack as I was voicing. Because like, like, you knew where I was going and yeah. you were like... Well, because we, both, both sides need to be represented here. Right. Yeah. Basically, the, my, my position has always been I want the Patreon people to know that we like appreciate... For sure. That they're, that they're donating to us and that we are, feel like we're giving you some sort of value there right and again now this is going to turn into the same discussion we've had though no like, but i no. okay so i i think that where we've landed like on the this patreon episode, people are saying we like the podcast and we know it doesn't make any money so we're giving you some money and god bless like you said it's yeah. like a do- little donation jar and i absolutely appreciate the hell out of that i think we've officially landed at a happy medium on this episode word www.patreon.com listen to brunch www.patreon.com listen to brunch so uh, Michael Kiwanuka's new album is excellent check that out it's produced by Danger Mouse and that guy just can't miss cannot miss uh, if if you haven't go back listen to the Nora Jones's Little Broken Hearts album it's one of my favorites. I've been doing some. I've been doing some personal like of the decade stuff in my old uh, notepad on my phone, going through like the years of like what was my favorite album, what are my favorite songs, and uh, "Little Broken Hearts" by Nora Jones is one that stands out to me. Uh, continuing on this cool subject of music and tying back to really the open of this episode, they announced. Two headliners of Boston Calling, and one was a band we just discussed, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Don't need to say any more on them. The other was Foo Fighters, and yeah, it was mixed emotions because on one hand, I was happy that Foo Fighters coming to Boston. I can go see them. They're a great live band. And the other was, I'm going to have to get off Twitter for the day. 
Because Foo Fighters have become the new band where everybody is so excited to let you know I'm not that into Foo Fighters. I don't think Foo Fighters are that good, actually. No one fucking cares. Be nicer. They're a great band. And even if you don't think they're great, it's not a badge of honor to say that you don't like something that has generally been a very positive thing. It's literally just like that meme or that that quote or whatever that's like, not liking things doesn't make you interesting. Yes. Is that a thing? That's a thing. That's good. a thing that exists. Good. And it's a, it's a very... It's a very smart thing to keep in mind because there are people out there whose entire basis of being interesting is them not liking popular right. things. Yeah, they were. Uh, this was a subject on uh, Time Crisis. I don't know if it was recently because I've just been binging all the old episodes, so it could have been a million years ago. But like, would you rather hang out with the like dopey guy who's always a little stoned and like doesn't take anything seriously, or the guy? Who's just had it with the dopey stoned guy? Oh, and for like, sure, the dopey stoned guy. You would guy, 100%. absolutely rather like the dumb, simple, ignorance is bliss person than the like. I am going to take this all so seriously. So you know what? Like, it's that's like breathe. asking: Would you rather be? Would you rather like be entertained or be completely exhausted? All the fucking time. Right. What is? What's more exhausting? A person yes. who's going to complain about everything. So the. I don't get the wearing the the I don't like Foo Fighters as a badge of honor thing. So like I think like I sort of get like where it's come from because like Foo Fighters aren't that great anymore. Like they release new stuff and and nobody, oh yeah yeah nobody's like oh my god Foo Fighters hell yeah yeah or there's very few people that still feel that way. But like the Foo Fighters is still a really good band. Right. Oh yeah, and they're like and they're like, a, cl- like a classic you gonna, rock band. And how are you going to get upset when like Foo Fighters get a show yeah. at headlining a festival like Boston Calling? Like I know Boston Calling's been bigger in the past couple of years, but they're still the fucking Foo Fighters. They still put on like an unbelievable show. They still sell out like everywhere they play. Right. So pretty good get. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it 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 very much annoys me and like i i said last week that like i'm not the biggest red hot chili peppers fan yeah it's still pretty exciting that they're playing boston Colin. yeah and I, I was talking to friends yesterday who like haven't seen them before and they're like hey like i know they they've become like a punching bag uh over the last decade or so but like i grew up in the 90s right. i loved red hot chili peppers just like absolutely all of us did so uh they're, it's it's a it's a situation where it's like I'm I'm not gonna buy tickets to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers, but if they're playing a festival and I'm there, that's what I'm, we did at Lollapalooza. I'm not gonna be like I don't have any interest in seeing them. Right, that's what we did at Lollapalooza. Like we were there for other bands, but it's like let's hang out. Like it's always fun to be there at the end of a festival anyway. Just like it gets dark and like right. the crowd's the biggest, and if you're into that, it's just a cool scene, and you're always going to know whoever whatever band it is. So it's a fine, enjoyable thing. Just don't, again, like, Greta Van Fleet deserves it. And Greta Van Fleet hasn't done anything yet. But, like, Dave Grohl, whether or not he can be a little exhausting, I would agree. And I probably wouldn't want to be a member of Foo Fighters because he's probably tough to work for because he's probably demanding. Like, I don't know. I've, like, done all this fan fiction in my head. But he's, he's like, a legend. Like, yeah. you don't need to like Bruce Springsteen to know, like, He's put out some great albums, and he is a, an iconic member 
of rock history. So like the I I think the people view Foo, I think that those people that like shit on the Foo Fighters are like Foo Fighters is like a rock band for people who don't even really like rock. To which I say like like what do get you over think yourself? Rock like, is because no, some people say that about like uh, Run the Jewels, where like Run the Jewel, like no matter what your preference of music is, you're probably going to enjoy Run the Jewels. Yeah, because they're fucking awesome. Right, yes, right, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the way that the Foo Fighters is like. People who like dumb country pop stuff are probably into the Foo Fighters. People who mainly listen to rap fucking would enjoy a Foo Fighters show. Yeah, it's well, I mean, I feel like I've said the word accessible eight times. No, accessible is a, a big part of uh, of uh, this pop episode. culture analysis. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that, it's, a, it's a very important thing. Yeah, and Foo Fighters are very accessible. And yeah, so, so you're... So the jewels. And so, like, liking accessible things doesn't make you, like, lame or, like, not liking accessible things doesn't make you cool. Right. In fact, it might make you a bit of a douchebag and it, it might mean that, that you're overthinking things a little bit. So, like, yeah, just show a little love. Uh, also, I, if you're watching the very accessible The Office in 2019, shut up. Nobody cares. Oh no, no! I need Jared to be insufferable. <laughs> I am like, I'm. I can't believe I haven't even. I haven't already texted him during the show. Uh, let's run through some songs that people think are people are sick of mm-hmm. that have been around forever. That Did are you like call them accessible songs. Annoying classic songs. Yes, okay. very accessible. They've been they've been accessed too much. And ask. Uh, but is the song good? Okay. I brought this. I got an argument over uh, the always controversial uh, Crazy Train. Crazy Train is a. Uh, you know, there are so many people that hate Crazy Train, but Cra- Crazy Train is a pretty good song. Crazy Train's a good song. You're just sick of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Crazy Train's a good song. All right. Uh, stick with Foo Fighters. Best of You. Gets mocked a lot. Uh, very good song. That's a very. That's an awesome song. Yeah, yeah. It's an awesome very good song. song. Two for two. Uh, Call Me Maybe. Uh, n- not really a good song. It's a stupid song. Yeah, but like I think it's a good song. It's a very stupid song, and like I, I have, I have like a, I have a bone to pick with "Call Me Maybe" because it has made Carly Rae Jepsen the "Call Me Maybe" girl. Yeah, and I hate that. I resent that because it's not even in like the top ten of her. Not yeah, not not top even. twenty. Yeah. yeah, like every song on the last two albums that she's uh, put out yeah. has been better than "Call Me Maybe." Store or "Call Me Maybe." Oh, uh, store is better. Store rules. Store is amazing. Yeah. And like, store is very dumb at its root, but it's also like a very funny song. Store is like a Father John Misty song. It's yes. like it's like self. You think that you Clearly understand the joke, the joke well enough. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty sure. Uh, yeah. So, I, call me maybe. Um, I'm still gonna say not a very good song. We didn't start the fire. Oh man, uh, not a good song. Biggest Billy Joel fan in the world. Uh, that is not a good song. Yeah. That's a stupid song. That, that's that, it's got the chord progression that I'm always that I'm always knocking. Are people tired? One, of, five, six, do four. people knock uh, River of Dreams? I was go. I was considering making that one because uh, I'll very much like, land on the opposite there. The River of Dreams in the middle of the night song. In the like River of Dreams, fucking amazing song. A plus yeah. song. Yeah, that okay. song is great, and it's often it's off a real it's a, a beloved album. But that, like in my heart, I know, and I grew. That was like my first exposure to Billy Joel. My mom always played the album when I was a kid. As an adult, that's one of the, that's one of the couple of CDs I have in my car. Yeah. And uh, that album, that's like a 
bad album. There I, are like good songs, but it is just such a bad album. I uh, I sang my first exposure to b- maybe Billy Joel, but definitely River of Dreams. I sang it in like third grade chorus. Nice. And so like I always uh, that song like I don't take it seriously, but it's yeah. such a fucking awesome song. Nothing like a bunch of white <laughs> children singing hey, a I grew song up, by I grew up in a, very a white diverse. man appropriating African music. <laughs> I grew up in a very diverse uh, elementary school. Word. Um, so, uh, here's one. Dancing in the Dark. Uh, great song. Such a great song. Yes. I I'm, love I'm, that I'm song at, at, like so it. much. That song is awesome, and that is always like the... That is always whenever anybody brings up Bruce Bing- Springsteen, I say, "So, what do you think about Dancing in the Dark?" Yeah, because I that, like that is a I'm gonna judge you if you say you don't like that song. That is Rushmore Springsteen. It's so good. That's such a oh man! I wish that there were a, a Springsteen head here right now that would lose their mind. Yeah. Like, because oh, because uh, like that that's his or I guess Born in the USA would be, but like that's his like piano man, yeah. which is another one. Like that's that's a bad song. Yeah. Um. Don't stop believing. Very good. That is a bad that is song. A very good song. I got no use for that song. I like that song. Uh, you make my dreams. Very good. Very good. Good song. Uh, Sex on fire. Ah, uh, very good. I think it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. I, and like that song was. I don't know if it was. Was it that song or was it another Kings Leon song that like? Uh, use somebody. Yeah, use somebody is a really good song. Use somebody's annoying, but it's it's, it's a good it's song. a good song. Like Kings Leon was one of those bands that like. When they were very, very popular, they were super popular, yeah. and their songs got so overplayed, and everybody started to like hate them. And I was like, man, in 20 years, somebody's going to hear the song and be like, damn, that was a good song. Well, you Somebody, I think, was an early culprit of the Woe Chorus, that uh, there were two things that, beca- that uh, really infiltrated pop music for a time. And I don't know if it's done yet. I think the Woe Chorus is still happening. Choruses of O oh or Woe. For example, um, some nights uh, that Lumineer song. <laughs> what well, that was? Uh, no, that was just the the haze hey, and the hose. Ho. Yeah, which God bless that. I, I liked haze were happening for a while, but that was mainly in folk rock, and it led to uh, was it Prius commercial too? No, uh, uh, no generic pop song. Okay, generic what? pop song number three. Okay. Which, by the way, All I think those that, songs. that is I, no, but I think generic pop song number three. I believe that's what what, what it is. Yeah. I say this completely non-ironically. Yeah, like one of Father John Misty's best songs. Oh yeah, he had a lot of those songs. A lot of the generic pop songs were very good, and he just like didn't want to do them because he probably didn't think they were for him. But I'm like, yo, like, see you that shit. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, sell that to somebody. Yeah, it's Jerry like, Pop song number three. I feel like... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah, so this was, like, the O chorus. Yeah, yeah you're right. This song is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I... Uh... Generic Pop song number three. Great. Great <laughs> song. Great song. The, the, the... The hotly contested Father John Misty generic pop song <laughs> number three. Yeah, great. He didn't really, I don't think, he, he didn't really cash in much on the, like, from the guy who brought you hold up. You know? No. Right? Like, he should have. Hold up. By Beyonce? 
Oh, yeah. No, I didn't even know that he did that, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Hold Up was uh, uh, Ezra Koenig tweet, like, was listening to Map. You know, it's on Maps by Yaez. Way they don't love you like oh, I yeah, love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just tweeted one day, like, Hold Up, they don't love you like I love you. And Beyonce, I'm going to totally bastardize this story. I apologize. <laughs> but uh, Beyonce was like, yo. That's like th- that. That works. Like let's let's make that a song. So like, I think Ezra found the got the sample the the boom and then sent it to Father John, then sent it to Josh Tillman, and uh, Josh Tillman wrote the like the the melody and like the the words and the and everything. And then they like sent it around to a few more people and like they added in the like turn my swag on part and. That's why, like, I think that song is uh, one of the ones that people use on those memes that are like, it took 600 people to write this stupid Beyonce song. Like, uh, Hold Up is one of the best songs ever. So get out of here. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize he clearly isn't cashing that check because I didn't even know that he that he wrote that song. Yeah, he uh, and he what what a king. I mean, he wrote he wrote uh, he wrote that Lady Gaga song. That uh, she accepted, and then he was like, "Oh, you you do want it? This would be a hit for you. Never mind. <laughs> it's called Real Love, baby. What a tune. Uh, yeah, I, feel, I I wonder if he's doing that though. Like, still in the like writing for other people game because he can yeah, clearly he, he gave a he gave a, a song to Khalid on his on Khalid's last. Oh, song. you're you're right, you're right. And, and uh, it's a very good song, but like I can't listen to that song and not think about." father john misty doing it because right. it's completely up his alley i don't know why he would give that song away i can't hear that song without thinking of the quote he gave that killed me and made me feel a million years old that was like i grew up listening to father john i grew misty. up listening to father john like <laughs> when father when freaking tillman comes in and he's and he's got this stuff who knows when he wrote it maybe like 95 i don't know maybe some of his real early stuff like i'm pretty sure fear fun came out in like 2011 or yeah. something uh but khalid is also like 17 four years, years old, old. Yeah. right and like the that best. would make sense like 10 years ago <laughs> right. basically was when father john misty burst on the scene and he was like and khalid was like seven years old yeah so uh sex on or, or uh you somebody was a big culprit of the uh o chorus phenomenon and there was also uh the uh every song used the uh the same interval that is in california girls you know the the uh, uh the oh oh, oh 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 like yeah every song for like three years had that part so for a couple years, every single song sounded the same. And then Jack Antonoff came to the rescue and made sure that every song every sounds song, the every, same yeah, in his yeah. way. <laughs> made sure that every song ever sounds exactly the same, so you wouldn't notice on the old stuff. Uh, Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. Uh, bad song. Oh, come on. It's a bad good song. song. Bad song. I mean, a lot of Macklemore stuff in hindsight, you're like the, you hear like the, can I kick it? Thank you. You're like, ooh, it's a little douchey. But when has douchey stopped greatness? Yeah, I, I, ceiling can't hold us. Is uh, I don't. I think maybe I've just heard too much from Macklemore that like it's it's all just the same. Oh, I mean, his star has faded, and <laughs> no one gives yes. a shit about Macklemore anymore. But that album, that album's good. Like in hindsight, 
Like I, I was saying One that of my uh, favorite things ever, though. By the way, is uh, is was uh, pop star. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm not gay or whatever. It yeah, is. Uh, unbelievable. But even that song, not to like hit a third rail topic, that was a well intentioned song. Yeah, for sure. It was executed in. It was executed as best a guy in 2013, a, a straight white guy in 2013 could with his tiny little brain <laughs> and he tried and it was probably really uncomfortable for a lot of people to hear but that and i don't know if you would call it a misstep but that misstep brought about like hey I don't here's why this I don't line of thinking is misguided i don't think it's a necessarily a misstep but like i don't think it has the total self-awareness that like maybe somebody should have when they're making a so song i'm saying like that. that that lack of self-awareness like it it has taken people right. saying I have gay friends for everybody to understand. Yeah. Hey, dummy. Right. <laughs> I have gay what do we, I have gay friends? What is that? That that doesn't expunge you from shit and it doesn't really give you any perspective because you don't know their life and you don't know what right. they deal. You're not di- you having gay friends doesn't mean that you deal with what a gay you oh you fucking idiot <laughs> slap him 10 times in the head. It takes somebody making that stupid point and having that stupid thought for it to be pointed out, yeah, that's fair. Hopefully, uh, politely, with the like understanding of this person's not saying this stupid thing maliciously, right? And then you make progress bit by bit, right? So, and then you get made fun of by Andy Samberg, and it's right. hilarious. Oh, that was way funnier, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. way better. Uh, the uh, the Macklemore fatigue, though, <laughs> um, I don't know, like in that moment and in that time, that was a good album, and. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody like fade away as quickly by doing the exact same thing. Right, he kept he, doing it. He never changed anything that he did. Everybody just wanted to hear it once, and then they were like, "Okay, I've had enough of that." Right. Uh, the uh, what's it called? D- Downtown was a great song. That Downtown one I won't is, even Downtown put into this conversation because it was a plus. Yeah, that song. I don't know why didn't uh, that uh, Eric Nally guy blow up after that? He was oh, the yeah. he He's stole the show. Downtown. <laughs> he was terrific. Uh, Foxy Shazam. Was that guy's band? Uh, we'll wrap it up on, I guess, a topical one because tis the season and everyone's always being cynical and annoying about this one. Wonderful Christmas time. Uh, not a good song. Such a good song. Not a good song. Why? I, we've, I, I believe we just discussed this before. I cannot stand that song. It is the most annoying fucking song. Yeah, but we like Store. Yes, but it is. We it's, like boy problems. But like, store hits me. Like, and apologies pop. to Carly Rae Jepsen. You're the next ten examples <laughs> yes. I have for this. Uh, store hits like all the annoying bones in the right way. I don't know what it is about uh, like simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Paul ra- Paul rarely uh, has the self awareness with his silly things. It just sounds like when Paul does silly songs, you're like, like for example, uh, silly love songs. That's probably the only uh, self-aware one because he's like actually talking about how people are sick of that shit. But generally, when he does something that you're like, this is a little stupid. You don't know whether or not uh, it's earnest or not. Yeah. So I'll at least I'll at least give the haters that. But that is, man, people get very excited when it's. Uh, say uh, wonderful Christmas time isn't that good a song, Susan. 
Uh, I, I'm not like I'm not like active about it, but when that song comes on, man, I'd rather hear like a million other. Like doing this right now is oh. making me break out because I I really don't like that song. I love it. Just like sonically, what a cool song! It's like the plays around with the delay. I think right, like one. Yeah, sometimes it's uh, sometimes quarter notes. Sometimes got triplets going on. That song, man. Yeah, very, very good song. Would you, off the top of your head, any uh, any submissions, any any ones that we're missing? Because we fit like a lot of the classic. Uh, people are sick of this song. Uh, uh, Hell's Bells by ACDC. <laughs> uh, not great. I think that you could argue that every ACDC song is bad. Yeah. And I grew up loving ACDC, but I totally understand. ACDC is so fucking stupid. Yeah, very, very stupid. Uh, what about like? What's a what's a big Mumford and Sons song? I was gonna say I will wait, because uh, what's which song is the cave the and I will da 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 but da 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 yeah I believe so that's the cave yeah that song is the. the I need a higher letter than A because that song that is great. incredible. Uh, Mumford like, and Sons has Mumford and Son ha- Sons has some incredible songs. Yeah, they have. I like. Yeah, but, Winter Winds is an unbelievable song. Little Lion Man is a pretty. Little good Lion one. Man is great. Uh, but I will wait's not a good song. It's not. I will wait was just the uh, that was like my my like I'm gonna steer off this road sort of like I don't I don't want right like I'm kind of done with these yeah, guys. I'm good. <laughs> well, it was good. They they played right into the Grammys hands. If you're a band. That uh, everybody likes and the Grammys is behind on. If you keep doing the exact same thing you were doing before, Grammys will call you best new artist and <laughs> then like uh, give you album of the year. And I'm pretty sure the I Will Wait album won album of the year. When the the one with the cave and Little Lion, yeah, man, that's when better. people were like, yo... Mumford and Sons is this dope brooding folk rock band. And remember, remember, there's that video of them playing uh, at like some barbecue pit in front of like 15 yeah. people, and they so were playing. Good. They were playing one of those songs. It was, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think it was the Cave. Yeah, and I think they're they're playing it for like 15 people in like however many years ago, and it was the exact it's same just arrangement. Right. They had, yep, yep. They had all their <laughs> parks were par- yeah. parts were done. like. Holy shit! This song's fucking unbelievable, and like half the people are just are not paying attention to the song at all. Similarly, you can find video of Heim in I think like a bowling alley. Two thousand. It's either two thousand seven, eight, nine, or something. Uh, playing the wire in like an auditorium. That's so weird. And like Alana's probably like <laughs> twelve or thirteen or something. And like more or less, it's like very similar and that you're is, like that's so annoying those like, kids just like banged out the wire when they were i don't know just teenagers it's just rainy very, day very annoying that like uh that you can have a perfect song and it just doesn't matter if not like the right person doesn't hear it yeah that's very annoying yeah well that's like having a podcast like the perfect podcast and just you get no sponsors you because just get hears no it. money from patreon oh Gotta do with fading circumstance forever or 